0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 19. Chris Kelly and I discuss a WrestleMania that is much, much better than the theme song for WrestleMania 19, which is Crack Addict by the band Limp Bizkit. Once again, this is uh, WrestleMania 19, which happened in the year 2003, a few years after the peak of Limp Bizkit's popularity. And at the time, now then, and forever... The band Limp Bizkit will now then and forever be the WWF slash E's favorite band of all time, according to the WWE, which we cover extensively. Anyways, it's a pretty good WrestleMania, it's a pretty good podcast. Chris Kelly and I, and it's the return of my favorite wrestler in adulthood, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Without further ado, and less Limp Bizkit, you know what? Fuck it. Here's some more Limp Bizkit, Here's just some pure unadulterated crack addict. <laughs> Garbage band, garbage, garbage, garbage band Garbage people Anyways, here is WrestleMania 19 with Chris Kelly and I If you hate this one, uh, if you hate this podcast There's a 350 other episodes in the podcast feed That have nothing to do with wrestling So, whatever, here you go, enjoy That's the new rule for the podcast If the cat jumps on the card we have to figure out who's who's we wrestling. To, we just have to roll with it. Uh, puns, call it. As many puns as possible intended here. Welcome to WrestleMania 19. which tagline is? Dare to dream.
1: That's Dare. a lot more hopeful the last one, which was like,
0: here it is. Dare to dream what? What are we daring to dream, WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, for the listener at home, look at your iPhone and or look at your listening device and look at the logo for this. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six... Let her play with the mic. It's fine. It'll make it sound even better. There are 13 people on the WrestleMania 19 poster. Yeah. Which, to me, just screams, we have no idea who our star is right now. Yeah.
1: Throw it all at the wall. See what sticks. And they
0: really do. Uh, Speaking of seeing what sticks, Crack Addicts by Limp Biscuit is the theme song. You've heard that in the intro. You've also heard their song, Rollin' in the past. That was the theme for WrestleMania X7, which is how we used to use numbers. But no, now we're back to 19. X One X, because the WWE now WWE is fucking lazy and they won't stick to anything.
1: <laughs> Listen, it was uh they were a monopoly. They were figuring it out as they went along. It was a
0: crazy time. It's
1: crazy time. It was March thirtieth, two thousand three. Uh, this is from Safeco in Seattle.
0: Safeco Field, the home of the Seattle Mariners. Yeah,
1: um, and uh, it's appropriate because in their intro again they are comparing uh, wrestling to to sport. Um, the granddaddy, as we brought up last time, the Rose Bowl reference, uh, they, they yeah. call it the World Series of Wrestling, and they comp- there's a lot of comparisons to the Olympics. Cause I of would Kurt like Agle. to
0: point out that this is the quietest video package yet. It's actually subtle.
1: Yeah. It's uh, just them talking. It's very very wh- subtle.
0: What's, what's, what's with that? I'm used there's to people uh, they have yelling to, at me.
1: Well, they have to set up the... Uh, how good Limbisca will be with some subtlety first. Oh, boy. Our announcers so, love this band. Yes. So this is the first one of the WWE era. This is... It is WrestleMania presented by Raw and SmackDown. Which...
0: Explain that to me, please. So
1: there was the brand split for... Uh, f- from about... two, You know, after... Late 2002 to... 2011, maybe? Um, almost a decade... Basically, almost a decade where Raw on Mondays and SmackDown on Thursday or Friday... Um, were were presented as separate products, basically. They had different rosters. They had different belts. Um, the, annually, they'd have like a draft where storyline commissioners could draft other talent and, and mix up the roster. Um, but generally, and they had their own pay per views. So like general except for WrestleMania. So generally, they were trying because they were, they realized I think after what we saw in WrestleMania X eight the fact that like we have too many guys yeah. and like how do you First of all, like, a lot of storylines are always going to be about title belts. How do you do that when you have two titles and you huh. have, like, all this talent? So yeah. they, they kind of realized what they needed to do and what they probably should have done from the beginning was they should have kept WCW Separate. as its own thing. Huh. I mean, they they could have just kept the name, kept the show, Of course, you know, of like, course, yeah. They, it, you know, just or changed SmackDown into WCW, turned into Nitro or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but they kind of, I think... Scramble. didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do, and I mean, this is new ground. It's, wrestling is always WWF is always new ground because they're always making up as they go along. Which is fine. Yeah, but that's, that's exciting. There's, there's no, no, there's no. It was really that
0: long. It was like eight years.
1: Yeah, this is where like the people that actually
0: know wrestling are like, you fucking idiot. We know. Do your homework. Uh, this is we're literally doing the homework. Shut the fuck up, bro. You like the NWO? Figure that shit out, asshole. Yeah. So okay, so so in a way, this is sort of like. I don't know like the prom of WrestleMania.
1: This is the World Series
0: because like these are two teams that never They're, face each that's other. That's probably better
1: than prom, yeah. It's like the prom. <laughs> Yeah, you have your own you have your AL and your NL like um you have your own announcer. So JR and King are on Raw, Cole and Taz are so on So
0: these guys would legitimately not hit the same cities then.
1: Well, it's kind of like what they do now. I mean, they have when they do live shows, mm-hmm. you know, there's one roster for on Smackdown, but like all the live shows it's red and blue, which is a reference to this. I think it's red and blue. It's like an yeah. reference to this because Raw's red and SmackDown's blue because they travel they they split because they do live shows on the same nights
0: but Raw you'll have it won't be red and blue it'll just be Raw
1: It just yeah it's just everybody and SmackDown's everybody minus people who don't want to be at SmackDown like John Cena or somebody huh um, but you also have they tried to do you know I think the visual look of Raw and SmackDown is supposed to be different and then you have different you know the the refs in Raw are traditional zebras and the refs in SmackDown stuff are like blue shirts they look more like uh, maybe boxing, maybe NBA.
0: This is so fascinating. I, yeah. I, 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 why don't I not realize? Like I understood. Right.
1: Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to well, it. Well, and it's still and oh, and there's still like repercussions from this. Now there's still talk of going back to something like this.
0: I kind of like that idea. Yeah.
1: It's kinda, it, yeah.
0: One, But here's the issue right now. Right now, Raw is live. SmackDown yes. is tape. Right. Therefore, there are spoilers by the time. Smackdown errors.
1: right I think the biggest problem is that um, they have trouble telling um, any stories so trying to tell any stories times two becomes difficult
0: okay okay so do you think NXT works now because they're in one location mostly so it's easier to tell that story it's like you know what I mean there's not that travel aspect it's easier
1: because uh, NXT has one writer and
0: one writer
1: yeah like, I mean, they have a team, but they've got, like, one, like, as far as, like... Oh, one, like, head of creative. Head of creative. And, I mean, Raw, I mean, WWE technically has one head of creative, which is Vince McMahon, but there's, like, 27 writers. There's a lot of people in creative. It's just a lot more eyes, but that's a, for a different podcast. Okay. So, uh, Limp Biscuit.
0: Hell yeah, bro.
1: Yeah. Um, it's plan uh, when we start this thing. Um, we get right into it. Uh the first match, uh, Rey Mysterio versus Matt Hardy. Our uh, debut
0: of Rey Mysterio. Yeah.
1: So Rey Mysterio is a great uh, Mexican wrestler, luchador style, masked uh, wrestler. He gets launched out of the stage. Um, do you know who he looks like? Who? Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Daredevil the movie uh, premiered on, February on uh, Valentine's Day of this year. Okay. So that uh, that might have been why he was looked like Daredevil. Um, I feel like uh, this is where also if people are actually wrestling fans, I'm pretty sure Rey Mysterio does like themed costumes sometimes like that.
0: That's cool. Uh, yeah. So you know how we used to sh- open the show with America the Beautiful? Yeah. This one did. Did it? That wasn't aired. Oh. I'm reading our notes now. Okay. Ashanti sang it. Oh, that's pretty Legitimate, neat. successful recording artist. Ashanti sang it.
1: Doing pretty well in 2003.
0: We don't see that.
1: Yeah, that's very strange.
0: That's weird because like we don't see salt and pepper perform in WrestleMania eleven because of like we didn't want to pay him. And it can't that obviously cannot
1: be the case here. Exactly. So yeah. why
0: didn't they air this?
1: That's yeah, strange. Did not know about that. Did not get the the deep dive into the uh the nineteen uh Wikipedia. Um while Remister is launched out of the stage, uh Matt Hardy gets a uh, a web browser Oh intro. my
0: god that is what the How fuck How dated was that? That's so bad.
1: Even in 2003 that didn't look like computer. No,
0: it didn't cuz we're already at like it's our first commercial for the WWE
1: shop later on. Yeah. Um the it's like a web browser like like the prodigy era um Matt Hardy version 1.0 uh, the web the URL was dot uh and the thing here is that this is for a champ, this is for the cruiserweight championship and the storyline thing and also kind of real life thing uh, is that Matt Hardy uh, or Fat Hardy um, was like struggling to make the weight limit of 220 for cruiser weight um, but thankfully he had a good coach in his uh, teammate uh, or his kind of manager Shannon Moore who they refer to as a little MFR. Uh, which MFR is for Matitude Follower uh, really quick if you go to www.matitude.com it still redirects it. to they still own it that's good Um this is the double entendre WrestleMania. This is another one where it's TV14 for sexual content. Yeah, it's great. Because in this match alone, they make jokes about Little Muffer. Uh, they talk about how much Matt likes BJ's. That's banana juice. And now they say they've t- switched to drinking tea, so there's a lot of tea bagging. Um, that's basically, yeah, that's, that's all they can talk about on this. Uh, although Taz does have a, a good line where uh, when Matt Hardy lands on the ropes, he hits gets a hit right in the yam bag, <laughs> which is good. I'm going to use that.
0: Way more notes about this five-minute match than me.
1: Yeah. It's a five-minute match. I mean, um, Mysterio goes, he miss, They set up the 619 as his finisher uh, where a guy's hung up on the ropes and he swings around and kicks him in the head. Uh, earlier this year, a man died while about to take that move by no fault. In or the Andes, right? right? Yes. Or in me- Mexico, Mexico? Yeah, triple yeah. I think. Um Eventually, uh, Hardy counters with a victory roll, holds the ropes, uh, gets a win, and we're done. Yeah. this um, Basically, the first you know, half of this show is garbage.
0: Speaking of garbage, Limp Biscuits here to play a song. <laughs>
1: Do they play it right now?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no. We have a backstage video for Yeah.
1: So backstage, uh, there's a limo. Uh, and the, the magnetic plate on the door says, Miller Lite Catfight Girls... Letting you know who's gonna be. So I don't even remember these commercials. Do you remember these commercials? No, I don't. It was basically like two girls fighting over Miller Lite and getting a cat fight. Um, friend of the podcast, Adam Jones has a podcast where they discuss all these ridiculous TNA matches. You can really? find out find a whole podcast on on this. Um, yeah, so they're arguing about McMahon and Hogan and Stone Cold and The Rock. Um, and then a pervy Michael Cole is like, the catfight girls are in the house, and it's right. going to get worse.
0: Big, I uh, have, wh- I have a, a look. Like, why did Big Show? I didn't even finish saying Big Show I, or typing Big Show S H O, and then I just like said, just I up give up. the same I effort know, that he. Not even going to finish this sentence. So now we have, as I quote, I don't know if this was the, the oh, Jr. Yeah. The <laughs> W-W. I I think it was WWF. They still no, w- they, the WWE, yeah, the WWE's favorite band in the whole world. Who talks like this? Ten-year-olds, <laughs> Limp Bizkit. I think it was Lawler. It's got to be Lawler.
1: I think it was a ring announcer, but oh,
0: that was like Howard Finkel. Yeah, just oh correctly. god.
1: So it's uh, it's Limp Bizkit. Um, did you notice that it was the guitars from Corn? There
0: are two guitars at this point, point.
1: and one of them is from Snot, and one of them is from Corn. That's correct because because um, art school kid West Borland is no longer in. Limp this um, time. Okay
0: Alright so do you know why the lead, Why the, one of the two guitars from Korn Was in Limp Biscuit at this time No Did you have to look that up
1: uh, n- Yes kind of But I didn't really dive into it Okay continue please Well Borland's out of the band And so they had True But guys. the guy
0: from Snot Was the replacement replacement Okay He was the one in press photos He was the one in music videos Gotcha They don't really show the guy from Korn On purpose he okay. happens to be in a lot of the shots. Gotcha. So I wanted to know if if you knew. Like, I don't. Was it? Did he really just
1: want a free WrestleMania ticket? That might have been why. Cause I actually did see an MTV.com thing where it was like, you know, head, mm-hmm. uh, not Alice Snow's mannequin head, but head from Corn is like, he will be playing with Limp Bizkit at WrestleMania, but John Davis says he's still in Corn. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So new metal drama, guys.
0: Well, this is important because for the second consecutive year,
1: no dong
0: for the Undertaker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, instead, we just get rolling. uh, but with with a Dancers. bonus choreography. Yes, they're this basically is, fly girls. They're dressed like uh, Fred Durst,
0: which you probably saw from the Nookie video.
1: Yeah, which is at this point four years old.
0: Yeah. Okay, Limp gets on their way out. Right. Like, yes, obviously they're still on MTV.
1: Yeah, no. I mean Significant Other is 1999. That is their crowning jewel creatively. <laughs> it's all been downhill since then. It's just
0: been hot dog flavored water and the chocolate starfish. Yeah. Etc. It's bad. I'm going to talk about Limp Biscuit now. Okay. In context of wrestling and everything else. Okay. In 2015, I think this is our last episode of 2015. In 2015, I was on a boat by choice that Limp Biscuit was on called Shiprocked. And they played Multiple times. And they played Roland. And everyone in the crowd knew Roland. They did not play this song, the other song. The, the theme what, song? The, the Crack Addict. They did not play Crack Addict. They don't play any songs from this era anymore because Wes is back in the band. Just the hits now. Now it's it's almost... <sighs> okay, so Wes Borland still doesn't want to be... They'll play Break Stuff. Yeah. Wes Borland does not want to be there. Yeah. The week I was supposed to just go onto the shipwrecked boat... West Borland had a passive-aggressive Instagram being like, I'm going to spend my money on a boat or spend my 40th birthday on a boat with a bunch of losers or something to that effect. And then he tried to walk it back like, I was making a joke. No, he wasn't. Nope. No, because I saw him on that, that was, boat.
1: That was a sheep brother. He
0: was a passive-aggressive little bitch the entire time. He wouldn't make eye contact with people. People paid over $1,000 to be on this boat yeah. with Limp Biscuit, Judge them all you want. They're perfectly fine people. Their money's green, buddy. Yeah, like you don't have to be here. Right. You know, fuck you, dude. What? How this relates to uh, WrestleMania uh, nineteen is very simple. Fred Durst did not see any of the next twelve years coming. Right. He thought that they were still on that 1999 level of popularity. That's why he has backup dancers from four years previous dressed the exact same way, performing a song that is four years old. He doesn't understand that, like, why is there a different guitarist in the band? We're the Two albums past our peak in terms of c- commercial success. He does not understand that. The WWF slash E is now moving backwards, clearly, right. audibly, for the first time in a very long time. You buried the one piece of like critical slash commercial, uh, commercial artist in your pre game, your pre your show, and you're highlighting Limp Bizkit multiple times in one mania for no fucking reason. You right. don't know what you're doing anymore, and it's impacting arguably your biggest superstar. And that's why The Undertaker has no gong for the second straight year.
1: Yeah. I will say, too, the funny thing is, as we're comparing, like, Limp Bizkit songs and eras and albums, that my way, at 17, as ridiculous as it is, it really works. And it's a song that speaks to, like, wrestlers going it alone and blah, blah, blah. It all, it worked.
0: I'm not disagreeing with you. And we both agree that the Austin rock package set to that song still holds up. Yes. That was two years. No, past I know, their and that's prime. what I'm
1: saying. That's the thing. That's the crazy thing is that they actually even pe- found something past their prime and still made it work. And now we're regressing, which is a thing that's happened in previous WrestleManias. This is like the backslide they do after success. I mean, they had the ultimate success where they beat all their competitors.
0: Yeah, the ultimate challenge in WrestleMania Six. Yes, the this is proving my theory that the best W that the best Manias are the transitional years, right before you completely figure it out. Yeah. That's why 13's better than 15, that's why uh, 3 is better than 5, etc. Yeah.
1: So. so we get to this match, which they tried to explain part of it um, beforehand. The Undertaker, it was, you know, kayfabe's supposed to be a tag match between The Undertaker and his protege, um, Nathan Jones. And that's
0: very poorly explained.
1: Yeah, it's it is explained. Yeah, no, this is continuing that like, there's a couple matches on this that do get story. I mean, there's demonstrably like five of them get really good stories. Um, the other five do not get, or other four do not get good stories. And this is in the pretty ladder. much the first half doesn't get a good story. Yeah, so it's Undertaker, uh, with his his partner has been beat up before the show. Uh, he's facing Big Show and A Train. Uh, A Train was in TNA. It's big. It's Prince Albert. It's current. NXT head trainer, Matt Bloom.
0: So this is all, (laughs) three of the four wrestlers are still wrestling. Yeah. In one capacity or another. And it's not, is it a tag match, technically? It's
1: technically a handicap tag match. Because it just
0: seems like Undertaker has to do two sets of moves every time.
1: It's because they're playing fast and less with that tag stuff. But it's supposed to be. Which is fine. Tag stuff, yeah.
0: But it's not a well-told story.
1: Not at all. Um, A-Train disrespects Undertaker's bike, which we found it is the worst thing you could do to Undertaker. Undertaker in the previous WrestleMania brutally attacked his opponent's twenty-three-year-old son. But if you spin on his bike, you are going in the fucking ground.
0: Okay, so this is what happens.
1: Yeah, Undertaker dedicates the match to his nephew, who is currently fighting in Iraq in two thousand three, because we're in the midst of uh, thank the you second. Iraq and war. I think
0: in this, is, this is the Mania where Lawler says, "We miss you guys. Let's end this quickly." And you guys come home. Yeah. So that's that happened.
1: Yeah. Um, much to his chagrin, we didn't end it that quickly. Um yeah, this is the beginning. I have to say the only good thing about Undertaker in this era in the American Badass stage where he's the second match on the card, which is just oh, just horrible.
0: He should be in the fucking pre-show. That's how bad this match is.
1: Yes. The only good thing is this is kind of the beginning of Undertaker adapting uh to his next stage. So the whole thing with Undertaker is like, yes, the the dead guy thing which will come back by the next next Mania. Um we've talked about it it's a great it's it's a perfect gimmick because death is timeless <laughs> you know like it's that's why it works that's why american badass doesn't work and that's for i mean obviously it's like he's on a motorcycle listening to biscuit
0: and then at the end of the match he has an american flag
1: yeah i mean that's and it's a very weird time for him. i mean the, the stuff that worked in the last maybe the
0: days of 2003 this is not that long ago
1: no i know but it's a long enough ago that it's a whole stage or two of his character ago and because he is still wrestling um and but this is kind of how it's kind of he undertaker is good in the sense that that's how it's he, he stayed around this long is because he has adapted it
0: agreed you're 100 percent right once we get to the mcmahon match please remind me of undertaker okay okay let's move on so because, no i just do oh, okay. i do
1: want to say on this that the as far as the adapting the part just to finish that that thread is that he's kind of adding that MMA stuff to his moveset. And he, he's
0: wearing the gloves at this point. He's had it yeah. for a few years now. Yeah, but
1: he you know, he, uh, Undertaker reverse choke him into like an armbar. Um so he looks still good even though it's sure, just, like Sure, yeah.
0: He's never looked bad. Even when he was facing that dude in Vegas in 9 in like the Gonzalez He yeah. still looked okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, but eventually Nathan Jones comes out and helps and uh, Undertaker hits the tombstone, waves the flag around the ring and that's it.
0: Let's move on to something much worse, which is hard to imagine.
1: Yeah, so this is another thing. This is not only the double entendres are like horrible and the TNA is horrible, but this is also the contextless uh, bullshit that Mm -hmm. I've said, like, oh, it's lost history. It's like this is the stuff where they say something so batshit that you have to go, what the what? I have to Google it to see what the hell they're talking about. Are talking
0: talking about McMahon Hogan?
1: No, so this is the Catfight Girls. They run into Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson. Yes. Who are. Uh, the Catfight Girls are just... those. That's the high, hired uh, guns for this WrestleMania. Yeah. Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson are proto-divas. Yeah. Yeah, Stacy pro- Keebler and Tori Wilson are basically proto-divas. Mm-hmm. And we'll see the distinction later in this card. There was the women's wrestlers and there was the the TNA that they would trot out to quote-unquote wrestle. Um, the Catfight Girls are talking about how Stacy's a marketing genius. And one of them goes, I love testicles. And it's like yeah, I get it's a joke about testicles, but I'm like, but how would you actually say that? It's because Keebler, she had a gimmick with her her real life boyfriend Test, where she thought she could he should call all his fans testicles, and so it's like it's so dumb, but the fact that they would just say something like that with no context, like you'd have to be like like so this is the granddaddy mall, right? This is your we're gonna sell sixty seven thousand tickets as a scene around the world. You're assuming that everyone's watching fucking SmackDown every week, like you can't. You have to make a joke that, like, what percentage your audience gets.
0: Test is not on this card.
1: Yes. So you're referencing something. Was
0: Test in seven? I think he was in 17, but not 18 either.
1: No. He's, he's like, so far down the card because he, no. it, because he sucked. Yeah, the,
0: he was in the pre-show card, on, aired on 18.
1: Right. So you're making jokes. It's so dumb. So... We cut back. Jr. does his shout out to the troops. I think that's where you get your sure. "let's get this, let's get him home" thing. Um, I'm gonna even cut. I'll, there's another cut to something that happened to Heat, but it doesn't matter at all. So now we get to our uh tri- triple threat match uh, for the women's championship, and now we get once again a like the total contrast between um, what the WWE wants to do with women. Uh, that's totally misogynistic to kind of sell their product, and then what the actual the women who could wrestle, what they were doing. Um, once again, we have uh, Trish Stratus and Jazz. We have a new, our new champion now is Victoria, accompanied by Steven Richards. And, um, you know, it's another triple there, but you get King fucking sucking again.
0: Okay, he so say. here's the thing. They made a big deal out of the man accompanying the woman to the ring. Right. Do you know the backstory on
1: that? No okay because I don't either and they
0: never yeah not, nor did I yeah but like are they supposed to be like brother and sister and I think he's
1: like manager I don't think it was but is that it like you yeah. can't have a
0: male manager is like that the whole thing
1: yeah I think so um, oh I mean you can not or can't
0: can't like they were I I thought they were implying that they were like siblings and hooking up.
1: I think they were just. Oh, I missed that. I went over my head. I think they were just. It was just because he's there and he's going to cheat, which he done, then does. Well, yeah, he's a manager. That's yes, so you do. do. But you get lines from the king like this is this is like kind of bleeding in. This is where I, on the last one you're muting him because he says, "I wonder if a triple threat could turn into a love triangle." Yeah. And I don't think he will be asking that in a paper. You know, one year from now when like uh, Jericho and Benoit and Triple H are fighting. So I mean, it's just like the stupid TNA bullshit that they do. Whereas Trish is awesome. Does this like handstand, head scissors to the corner. She's these knife edge chops that look really good. Um, Jazz turns a Boston crab into a STF. Like she's doing all these like submission transitional stuff. Um, Victoria's really good but I did not have any like specific notes. But basically, Richards interferes, hits a chair off the rope, which then hits himself in the head. Uh, Trish wins basically off a kick and they go home at seven minutes. And this is again... We have seven minutes. Let's at least not make ourselves look like assholes like what they're doing with the other women on this card. And they make the best out of it. They absolutely do. Yeah. So we're back uh, with The Rock and Coachman. Uh, the Rock is now back to a heel, which we haven't seen in several years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he basically sums it up in his promo, this is the last chapter of the greatest rivalry in history of our industry. And there's a point that he could be right on that.
0: And the audience... There's no idea why. Uh, at this point, The Rock is sort of halftime, if that, because he's a legit actor now.
1: He has been in the M- Mummy Returns and Scorpion King,
0: and he starred in the Scorpion King. Yes, he had a bit role in the Mummy Returns, which then they spun off yeah. to Scorpion King. Yeah. So he's kind of busy.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's part of the that's part of the storyline. Absolutely. Yeah, is that's, that he's got one of the would. two reasons. So yeah,
0: let's move on to our very. Somewhat interesting uh, tag team match. Okay,
1: so this should be, this is a match that should be much better than it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's a triple threat tag team uh, match uh, between Team Angle, which is Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, uh, the champions at this time. Um, uh, Los Correos, Eddie and Chavo. Chavo, who's Eddie's nephew, even though they're, it's a big family thing, it's where they're, they're about the same age. Um, and Benoit and Rhino. Now this is interesting for multiple reasons. Yes, uh,
0: two of our performers in this is going to headline the next WrestleMania. Is that correct?
1: Benoit and
0: Guerrero, don't they both? Oh, they don't I, headline. I don't think, that's, I don't think that's twenty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Well, they. Anyways, wrong, but they uh, they definitely have bigger roles in future Manias. Yes. And um, they're no longer with us.
1: No, they're not for different reasons. For,
0: yes, and what the most important note on this entire match is I am so glad that Jerry the King Waller is not calling this match. Oh my God. This is where... This where is the one time where I'm like, oh, I'm so glad there's two sets of announcers and this is a SmackDown match instead of a Raw match.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the whole thing with the Guerrero's was that their gimmick was pretty racist. Their song, I mean, it, says, it starts with the Viva La Raza, which is fine, but then the lyrics are we lie, we cheat, we steal. I don't know where this was in the era of him coming out uh, with the Lowrider.
0: Um, this is like that era. Like, yeah. But their their video packages like an animated gif of like their real life heads over like a cartoon rider, like, like yeah. going back and forth.
1: It's uh that's not great. Um Benoit and Rhino uh the interesting thing um is that Rhino wrestled on uh on Raw and and the pay view this week.
0: Yeah, this is December 15th, 2015.
1: Yeah, and uh looks exactly the same. Yeah. It's kind of actually it's kind of amazing for a kind of guy who's like who
0: looks like he's just steroids, but he's not.
1: He's not. He's just a. He's like an old school thick dude. That's gross. He's uh. He looks like a like a he's like just a middle linebacker. Yeah, you know, yeah, like a sure. Zach Thomas, like five eleven and just yeah. like two, fifty or something, just solid. Um, and the team angle guys, um, it's cool because there's actually a team in NXT right now that's a lot like them. Mm-hmm. Jason oh yeah, Jordan and I Gabriel. thought
0: that. See, I don't. Rem- I didn't watch this era. Yeah. So. I thought that like the NXT I've seen a few of the NXT breaking grounds. Yeah. I thought that those guys are like the sons of these guys or like maybe they, they just aged really well. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. they the just same have the same fucking gimmick. They have the same gimmick that they're like Olympic style wrestlers. Um a lot of their chants and the NXT guys borrow this team angle stuff and they've made references. These guys would then later go on to wrestle as I believe the world's greatest tag team or something and they've made references about that cool yeah. so anyway this match um, just under nine minutes I mean these are six of your best workers on the card um, and it's got a lot of it's got you know the power it's got all these suplexes it's got the high flying stuff it's got submissions it really does have everything in one match um, but you know
0: it also has that a lot of the other matches don't have what? is a little bit of context of where these wrestlers have been okay for example rhino they're like rhino he he's, he's you've seen him but he was hurt last year Chris Benoit, you've seen him, but he was hurt last year. Right. They don't usually talk about that stuff. Yeah. I think it's kind of good that they are.
1: Right. No, they do try to give you some context. And I mean, and as as far as where these guys were before, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Team Angle is homegrown, but the others are WCW and ECW talents, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting as far as this is, they're buried on the card, but they are, they do have a good match and they're not, yeah, the Guerrero's thing is, is over the top and, pretty, and kind of racist. Um but it feels it feels different than Latino heat.
0: But that is referenced, but it's not said like how Lawler says it. Yes. They just say Latino heat.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean we're we're degrees of Latino heat here. It's not great. Sure. But it's a solid match. Um
0: but at the ultimately, who cares? Like, there's no real story. There's no stakes, so, even
1: though the the champs retain. But there's no real stakes.
0: I don't care. This is the second year in a row where like you could have done something really good with this belt and you haven't. Right. This is better than last year in terms of right because it. it
1: doesn't have any direct connection to the great matches we saw, except for Rhino tangentially because he did it. it sure, sure. Those matches. But we
0: both we, we've seen Guerrero and Benoit do like really great stuff. Come on.
1: Yeah. No, this is a step back for them. So we cut to our first package of the night. Uh, that makes any sense um, is the Jericho versus Shawn Michaels. Um, Shawn Michaels is back. Uh, got over some of his injuries that forced him into retirement. It's his first WrestleMania since 14 against Austin. So he's been away for five years. Um,
0: A very long five years. These, these are transitional five years. I think yeah. now you can go away for five years. And it's like whatever. No, not this, not those five years. Yeah, a
1: lot, a lot changed, and it's kind of amazing that, he, and this is why he's probably the best ever is because, he st- it still works, and it will continue to work, um, and that's a note I have for at least that match when we get to it. But um, basically, the storyline here, which I don't think is a great, I I I don't think this package really works because it's trying to do it too many things.
0: Well, okay, number, the first thing they do, which I really like, is uh, I'm Jericho. I grew up wanting to be Shawn Michaels. Here's some photos of me as a young child trying to be Shawn Michaels. Yes. Love that storyline. It's, it's a great storyline.
1: Right. That's good. But then they just kind of have the, the the heel turns that come with that as far as uh, why Jericho. Like, there's that is a storyline of, like, I want to be you, but now I want to be Chris Jericho. But that doesn't necessarily go. But then I have to, dis- I must destroy you. Exactly. It's it's like even for wrestling, it's like the the s- they're missing a part of the the story.
0: You're not even missing a part. You're adding another aspect that doesn't need to be there. All you need right. to say is like, now it's my time. Yeah. I'm going to prove myself by beating you the best. Yeah. That's it. But it's
1: tough. It's that that would seem to be what the face would do. Maybe I don't know that. Maybe that's the heel thing. It depends how you do it. But it's, yeah, exactly. But obviously, Shawn Michaels, a returning hero, is going to be the face. And but you could have had
0: him in the heel, and it still would have been fine. Yeah, it's fucking Shawn
1: Michaels. He can do it's kind fine. of anything. Yeah, um, yeah. So we we get right we get right to it because now we're in the kind of this long final stretch of five matches, any of which could have headlined this. So arguably. it's weird because in an four of them, maybe
0: this is a really long WrestleMania. There's only nine televised matches.
1: Yeah. Well it's almost 10 for, if you count the cat fight, you're right, and it's almost for it's once again like three hours forty five which is the kind of where so we fall long, at. it's yeah, it doesn't need to be this long, yeah, but this is why so we get to this match, which is regarded as one of the a WrestleMania classic it's a, is it, yeah, and that's what I'm kind of at because I think I'll just i mean we can just kind of hit the point, so you know, our sexy boys back, Shawn <laughs> Michaels comes out, they've got these lame they cont-
0: stretch out his intro so they have to
1: loop it. Yeah, you only hear the moaning at the
0: that, uh, just stops,
1: and that's what happened when he won the belt. Like they always have to do that because so he, he always he milks thinks it. he's cute. He thinks he's sexy. Yeah, uh, he knows he's sexy, Brandon. So they've put these con- instead of like the huge pyro gun that China had for <laughs> yeah. a couple. They give him these little confetti guns, which is
0: better because some of
1: them don't go off. You know what it reminded me of? Um, American Gladiators. It's like, true. where they'd have a bunch of the guns. Yeah. You had, like, move from station to station. So he's going back and forth yeah, on the yeah, ramp yeah. trying to hit these confetti guns. And some of them are, don't don't work. So then he's, like, fake pouting. And he's just the best.
0: Yeah, he sells it. Like, yeah. I think they were intentionally not working. He's I like, think
1: it might have been a rib to, like, fuck just with. fuck with him. <laughs> he's you know? so good. Yes. Um,
0: oh, by the way, Jericho's good, too. Yeah. Because, like, the entire time that uh, Michael's doing this, he's pouting in the ring.
1: Yeah, because he's like, come on, old man, let's get yeah. this on. Um, the match itself, you know, it starts with the map the the thing is the Jericho is very influenced by by Shawn Michaels. So they can kind of do those classic like the Shawn Michaels sequences and stuff that they that he would do in his matches. They they work both ways here. Um they do you know the mat wrestling and then they pick up the pace. It's kind of a like a classically structured match. It does feel kinda of very throwback in that way. Um you know, Jericho does the heel stuff. He worked he he's working uh michael's bad back he's getting heat he's you know celebrating and throw his arms up and doing all that he steals you know michael's moves and the taunts he does sweet chin music he does all that um
0: and jericho does sweet chin music yeah like, that's what i mean yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah sorry so that he
1: takes it jericho does sweet chin music he's doing all that and he's and that's always a great heel thing to take your opponent's kind of signature stuff absolutely um you know, uh, Michaels is, is getting pretty beat up from a lot of the match. He kind of turns it around. He counters a, a move midair. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of, I think he he pretty much has the match from there on out. He's uh, At one point, someone's like, he's tuning up the band at an ain't limp biscuit. <laughs> it's probably, that sounds like JR. Um, he does, he he doesn't hit that one, but he does hit a, sup- uh, Michaels hits a super kick kind of out of nowhere. Um, and and counters a uh, move and wins by roll-up. Um, or actually, yeah, I
0: think, yeah, that's, I think it. that's it.
1: That's it, because um, Shawn Michaels does win. Um, he extends his hand uh, after the match to Jericho, who's, like, crying, mm-hmm. and uh, Jericho hugs him, and then he kicks him in the groin and Hell yeah. knocks him down. Hell but yeah. he kind of does that thing where he's, like, he, like, picks him up, you know, he's, like, like, I don't know. It's a good moment. And then he, he throws him to the ground, hocks a loogie on him, flips off the crowd and walks out.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah. But does this match need to be the longest of the night? No. It's 22 minutes and 34 seconds. Yeah, I'm sure
1: we're missing something as like not wrestling like experts. I don't care. I think it's fine. I just it don't think fine. But I just don't think it's as good as maybe seeing a lot of the story that goes with that would help. But I don't feel that the match itself is no. this like five star classic.
0: I mean, I prefer Jericho and William Regal. I prefer and the ago. thing
1: is, and this is also like kind of foreknowledge too of like I prefer the Shawn Michaels matches that he has after this. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so it's not bad,
1: but it's definitely not the worst, because the worst
0: thing is right now.
1: Limp Biscuit performing their hit song Crack Addict. Um, yeah, it's horrible. Don't listen to it. The breakdowns like as far as this kind of crap goes the breakdown's fine but the song's so bad
0: it's not fine don't <laughs> listen to him he's
1: an idiot <laughs> are you ready for a cat fight Brandon
0: is this worse than the Limp Bizkit song I think it might be yeah of course it is because um,
1: oh, okay. it actually it's misogynistic and then it gets into homophobia yeah yeah so I mean it's like we Coach, need to talk about it yeah we do so Coachman he they uh, they've the cat fight girls have continued their fight uh, whether they're going to fight in the ring or in a bed and they, the bed is one out. So they're going to have a cat fight on a bed.
0: Which is not in the ring. It's like this weird... It's on the stage. It, there's a different stage. This, yeah. This entire setup is very odd.
1: Right. Isn't it's because Safeco is like... it's a Baseball stadium. It's a baseball stadium. It's a... It's a ha- it's like a, a retractable roof. Yeah. It's outside. So partially outside, but it's a roof. It's also, which I forgot to mention this during the Undertaker match, Safeco's near a train? So like occasionally a train will go by and like blow a train whistle and it's like really stupid. Like when it happened when a train was in the match, i was like, oh, that actually works. But otherwise, it's really dumb. Um, but they they have a bed set up, and I have to give it for, to Coachman who's in uh, who goes. The rules are very simple but complicated at the same time. There are like it's like there's no rules. They're fighting on a bed. He's
0: also wearing a Mariners jersey because he's yes. a homer.
1: Yeah, he is a homer. So the um uh Keebler state uh, the two millilite girls are going to f- have a catfight fight for reasons and Stacy Keebler comes out um,
0: she's like it's WrestleMania this is the granddaddy of them all
1: and the only thing better than two girls in bed is three we're gonna have a triple threat triple threat and she comes out to and Coachman says are you ready to have a threesome get it get it um, the best part is that she comes out to kids Kid Rock's cover of legs yes yeah because she knows how to use them and um, but better than three would be four because Tori Wilson comes out and says the only thing missing from this is a Playboy cover girl, and then she rips off uh, Stacey Keeler's shirt and spanks her, and then they're all rolling around. Kind of, like the funny thing is the WWE ones are like kind of actually having a cat fight, and then the Millie girls are just hitting each other with pillows. Yeah. And then uh, Coachman, is, for some reason, is calling the match while in the match because he's, like, standing between them so that he can get knocked over. He's also going over. to
0: ref, in theory. Is that why he yeah, was? Yeah, I
1: think so. He's calling it while refing it, and then he gets knocked over, and they, they pants him, and he gets pinned. So who's who's pinning? Who's counting the... Who's can...
0: pinning who? Who's zooming who? <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania <laughs> 2 callback. Thanks, Aretha Franklin. Yes.
1: Yeah, so Coachman gets swerved. And... <laughs> He has his pants pulled down at Wrestlemania and he's wearing tidy whiteies. So now this misogyny has gone into homophobia because you're not supposed to like seeing a man in his underwear, even though that's what we'll do for three hours is watch men grapple in their underwear. Yet this is the one where you're going, oh, that's gross. I don't like... That man's not big and strong enough. Yeah, wrestling's stupid. Um, we're only half... We're about halfway done. <laughs> okay, so this is actually... Um, we've had... For our triple, I, the real triple threat is. Oh, really quick, yeah. uh,
0: Those are the last women you'll see. for yeah. this WrestleMania. Yeah,
1: good job, WWE. Um, so the 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 WWF-E, um, This is the E at this point. Yeah, I know, WWE. but I think historic, like overall, their their triple threat is is homophobia, misogyny, <laughs> and racism. And this match We're is gonna the... going to hit ra- everything. Yeah, no, I mean, this is your bingo. We've got... This This is the... This ra- race is... Uh, this match is, is the worst. Okay, it's not, though. Yes, it is. We'll get to... Okay. We'll get... Let's do so it now. So, yeah. So, the, the package of this match, which is Booker T against Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship. And this one has a backstory.
0: We get a video package Everybody about has. Booker T's life.
1: Yeah. Booker T lived the hard times promo. Yeah. Uh, I mean in real life His mom died when he was Like a preteen uh, His brother had to raise Like all seven kids And then Booker T Did a did a couple years for uh, Two years Two years He was He had robbed some Wendy's mm-hmm. And Triple H in character Basically was like You're a common street thug Someone like you Doesn't get to be champion Yeah He means a black guy well, yeah, sure. I mean that's that's what the that was the whole implication of all this. Was that Booker T was like he had had smart dimes, but he was a five-time champ in WCW. Yeah. He's an upstanding guy. It's American dream type stuff. And Triple H who's still like they reference Connecticut. They kind of still reference that. That's it. Like The Hunter Hearst Helmsley.
0: All of a sudden he's got like like his long hair is not wet
1: anymore. It's Well, he, at this point Flair is like his manager and he's got doing like Flair hair. Yeah. And um, you actually get a glimpse of, which doesn't come into play, but this is the beginning of the stable evolution, which was Flair, Triple H, Orton, and Batista. Um, So this match, uh, you know, Ric Flair accompanies Triple H to the ring, and of course he gets involved. But it's basically just, you know, like the stuff we saw from Booker T before, the stuff we've seen from Triple H before, just really solid power wrestling
0: and that's great. Yeah. And that's why I like this match. And also, for the reasons you don't like it are the reasons I do like it. Okay. This is our clearest narrative of good versus evil for the entire night. Right. Yeah, so it's it's black versus white. Yes. That's not a bad thing. It's rich versus poor. That's not a bad thing. Yes. Texas versus Connecticut. That's not a bad thing. Right. This is your... You, I want heroes and villains. Who's a better hero and who's a better villain than these two guys?
1: Yeah, but on in WrestleMania... And on this stage, you can't then just have the bad guy win.
0: Oh, spoilers!
1: Okay, well, the whole idea with this type of match, when you would do a rich versus poor or a white versus black, like, yeah. you wouldn't, you, have, you can't put over the, the, the bad guy. You have to have good win. You have to have good win because this one, when you're, like, and I agree with you, these, this is a good storyline, and it's, I actually think it's fine for, I mean, Triple H doesn't say anything explicitly racist, and the whole tone of it is that he's the bad guy, and he's saying, oh, no, you don't deserve it. That, that's Okay. But you have he has to get his comeuppance and he doesn't. And that's the part that makes this whole thing irrelevant. And that to me. sums
0: up this era. That's why Limp Bizkit is playing. <laughs> that's what I'm serious. Yeah. It's the same fucking story. I don't right. by the way, I don't blame Triple H in any way for this. Yeah. No.
1: He's in creative at this point, so
0: yeah, and he wants to stay on top. So fuck you guys. <laughs> Give me a better narrative. You can l- sell you me can more t shirts.
1: Ask Ric Flair if it matters who wins or loses. It doesn't. It doesn't. Exactly. So he could have lost and still been the guy. Sure, sure. It, so, but he didn't. Good right. for him. Who
0: gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> I I do. At first, I agreed with you. I right. hated Law, Lawler's commentary on
1: this. Lawler Because Lawler won't shut up. And this is the thing in this WrestleMania that I think even JR, it's kind of character, but it's kind of actually frustration. It comes to fruition in this match. He's like, you've said that like six times. Like, shut the fuck up already.
0: Yeah, he he really won't stop talking. He's just a... making
1: jokes about prison time and all that and, you know.
0: And all these racially motivated judgments Are fucking horrible For the like the first five minutes yeah. And then it crosses over for some reason to me I'm just like oh he's just doing heel shit It's pretty good heel I shit I mean it's just like
1: Ventura you know
0: Exactly but when Ventura would do it You knew from the start right? Because Ventura wouldn't just do it About the one fucking black headliner on the card Yeah
1: also Ventura was wearing like you know, a leopard coat and a bandana and feathers in his ears, and he was a he was Dude, clearly this is like This
0: guy a, he's a crown and he's shirtless <laughs> with a blazer underneath. I just so it, but similar. Ventura was
1: clearly, yeah, Ventura. You clearly a, knew yeah. like the whole thing was a fucking you know joke. The joke.
0: Well, Lawler. Well, it also helps that Ventura's accent is Minnesota and this guy's is the South. That yeah. makes it a little bit more. It really sells bleh. the racism. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that this is nearly as bad as it could have been. It's not good, right? and because i know we're what, judging on a curve here we are judging on a curve yeah. and also because we know what happens to booker t it's like okay yeah if we didn't know that or if it ended
1: poorly we just left the company like after this exactly. is like a, a retirement match
0: if then it'd be like oh fuck no yeah,
1: no but booker t did wrestle for a few more years and then eventually came back to the company and he is currently an announcer yeah which actually i don't know if that's gonna change because they just hired a guy who's actually a good announcer. Oh, no. Yeah. I like so.
0: Booker T. You really only see him on pre-show for pay-per-views.
1: He's on he's on SmackDown, but... Um, yeah, that's not a show anymore. Yeah, well, it, it's important. It's on USA in t- 2016. Okay. Um, so this is where I think you're going to really... Re- you should have gotten excited. This is our www. shop.com commercial.
0: I do have a note for that. What is it? Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> John Cena's sighting. I know. it's yeah. a very, It's awesome. I'm yeah. so excited. You should probably just play it.
0: Yeah, it's right here. That's going to replace our fucking <laughs> that's Undertaker gong. Fuck it's you, us. Undertaker. It's all John Cena from here on out.
1: Spoiler alert. You know who opens WrestleMania 20?
0: No, 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 no. Is it John Cena? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. So, yes. By yes. the way, I realized I'm now cop, like I'm now sounding like Stephanie Haas, my friend Stephanie Haas, when she says I'm so excited when I talk about John Cena.
1: Aw, that's cute. It's pretty great. I'm glad you guys have con- strengthened Listen, your relationship. Listen, John
0: Cena's no The Rock. No. But there isn't any. There the is Rock. no the Dwayne Rock. Dwayne Johnson isn't even the Rock. The Rock is the Rock. He's the best thing ever. Is there a better wrestler? Yeah, and we'll get to that very soon. Okay. Yeah,
1: So now we get to our package for um, our third of five headlining matches.
0: Really quick though, the wrestling we didn't really talk about that in Triple yeah. H versus Verker T. Super solid. Yes. Super, like I think I like this one a little bit more than Michaels versus Jericho.
1: Yeah, I think just because the power stuff like looks good. It's I not think. even that. No? It's because.
0: No, it's the the kicks You're never going to top Sweet chin music Right a, it, Like that's so good It's yeah. so solid I don't care what area It's because of flair It's because of that Extra okay, element yeah. there So flair healing
1: it up Exactly yeah. The
0: healing it up is great And there's so many False finishes In a way that where it doesn't Really get annoying Unlike some stuff That's coming up That gets super fucking annoying Yeah I think it's a slightly Better match and i I wonder how it rates overall all time. I'm guessing not nearly as high as Jericho Michaels. yeah, no, I don't but. think
1: I think it's not judged as highly because it's not that I mean I think the people who who the people who judge those things really like the more technical yeah, side and this isn't than, that this yeah. is not that but yeah, it's fine, yeah, no, and there's some good stuff. Um, but now we get to a package for a match, twenty years in the making.
0: No it no, that's a lie. They say it a lot, that's a lie
1: though yeah, that's my first note that I had on that was like it's ten years in the making, right. Um, yeah because But the even s- then,
0: it's not 10 years in the making Because this is not, no one was thinking of the okay, match Okay, well, the,
1: ever. the impetus for the match Is 10 years old, right? That's That'll say
0: Technically no, technically they're right Because Hulkamania Technically started running wild 20 years prior, Correct. and the question That America and the world has been asking Who is,
1: created Hulkamania? No
0: one fucking asked that No one
1: cared, I mean
0: so Also, isn't this all real? What? Isn't this the first time You're sort of breaking kayfabe?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of reality in this because,
0: because who created what? What are you talking about? I thought Hulk Hogan was Hulk. What he the just fuck? sprang
1: forth. Yeah, so
0: so that's our first note. This is the first time we break kayfabe.
1: Yeah, this is a this this. It, well, it that's a it moment. Breaks the, that's yeah. a WrestleMania moment. It's A WrestleMania moment because it it does bring in reality into their world, which you know at this at the same time I I feel like we've had other stuff that, but I can't really pull to anything. I can't point to anything, but this is the biggest one.
0: Not disagreeing with you in any way that there's been yeah. reality involved. The current era we're in is called the reality era. Is yes. That cur- What's this era?
1: Because uh, is post. It's ruthless aggression, unfortunately.
0: Shut the fuck up. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't. That's like vaguely this the ten years in between this and like the pipe bump. So. Oh no, that's bad. Yeah. Um, so, McMahon Vince McMahon says to Hogan in this promo that I hate you because I created you and you walked out on me. Uh, you testified against me. You took the government side. So I fucking love this. Right? They show footage of when McMahon was at the story trial when Hogan was coming out of the courtroom. Um, that really happened. That's the cafe That's the KFA breaking stuff of of. It doesn't break. That I mean, the created does right, but I think saying like that that was a thing that happened and then bringing into wrestling. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. That is amazing. How? How did they? think that this was a good idea it is a good idea yeah but who had the fucking balls to be like we should fucking sell up the steroid thing when this when this man that you're gonna fight you're both clearly on steroids
1: yeah Vince looks so when they show him training it's so crazy he's on so many steroids oh yeah Um, they signed their contract in blood which is great Um, and, and Vince McMahon is the best heel ever
0: nope and I'll explain why during this match
1: Okay, here's, well, I do have to say that on, this is December 15th, December 14th, um, Vince McMahon showed up on Raw for the first time in a, in a year or two and uh, totally just changed what where the company's going and kind of recovered. It looks like it's kind of like, this is, you know, up against the, his back, against the wall, the ratings have been in the toilet, like fans are turning on the product, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what this needs? More of Vince McMahon. And I've typically been like, that's, wrong but it's it's totally right so you're saying I should watch this you one. should watch Rock. Okay. that's good okay so Hogan is back to Hulk to Hulkamania uh, he's got his his rip off, but now it's a butt rock edition um, and then somebody in commentary is like these two men were best friends they're best friends one was like he was in his, his boss so you best friends with your boss Um. I mean, feel free to talk about the, the actual match. This is a street fight with the, the stipulation. Oh, I got some notes. Yeah, this is, the stipulation here is that if Hogan loses, he has to retire.
0: Which is an old wrestling trope, which is awesome. Yes. It's always awesome.
1: So, I mean, my stuff is that basically is that it's a, you know, like we've seen from McMahon, he can, he can do this style of just brawling. Oh,
0: McMahon's a better wrestler than
1: Hogan. Yeah, I mean, it's a brawl. But chair remember shots.
0: WrestleMania X7? Yeah, one of the highlights is Vince versus Shane. Right, he's a legit good wrestler. Right, which is not something I ever saw coming.
1: Right, no, and he's and it and at this point they are playing to this is about all that Hogan can do. Exactly, is is and street he sucks fight. Shit. Yeah, uh, I would. It's like almost to... like McMahon is lowering himself to Hogan's level, it's wrestling awesome. wise. I love this so much. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's not irony either. I genuinely right. like this match, which was a shock to me. And similar to the McMahon McMahon fight, I was like, "What's wrong? Is there something wrong with my insight's It's
1: like I have to say, "Is it?" I mean, it's not like you're like it's. It is like almost reptilian brain. Like, is it the blood?
0: It's not the blood. Well, it's some of the blood. Um, it's also it's all the backstory. it's yeah. because
1: I know the backstory. Right.
0: And knowing more about this match, I, the better it becomes. In a weird, fucked-up way. Like, I'm assuming if I was... What is this? 12 years old at this point? If I was, like, 21 when I would watch this, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck these guys. I wouldn't be watching. But as as an older person, I I do genuinely care about this. I am interested in this because... McMahon does not necessarily need to do this, but he's doing this because he'll make more money for the company, which is himself. And Hogan needs to do this. Right. But Vince McMahon is also smart enough to, like, okay, we gotta put this guy over... Get, but I'm going to literally throw, like, television screens at him. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm going to leg drop him through an announce table. Which is badass. Because it's, A, the heel thing yep. of I'm stealing your move. Yep. And, B, he put him through an announce table. He it put the, the, the arguably, the biggest rest of all time that, that he did create Yep, through the Fucking announce table. awesome. So this, this is funny. But before that yeah.
0: happens, though, I'd like to point out. Yeah. What, for the first time ever, our Spanish announce table, <laughs> our announcer is hurt. Yeah. Hulk Hogan hurts a Spanish a Spanish speaking announcer.
1: Wait, wait, wait! Are you trying to say that Hulk Hogan, clearly the face that he's been the face in all but one match in WrestleMania history, is using heel tactics like he's on done in, a minority? Like he's done in all his WrestleMania on matches. a minority. Do you remember that time he tried to like pull the mat up so he could hit someone's head on the concrete when he was the good guy?
0: Yeah, but that guy wasn't Mexican, and that makes this even better. Yeah.
1: This is the thing I was looking at on my phone. I was trying to remember uh, for the Guerrero fight while we're talking about racism against uh, Hispanics is that there is later a gimmick, the Mexicools, and they rode to the ring on lawnmowers. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So so speaking of races, so Hulk Hogan's in in the match. Um, They're both bloody fucking messes.
0: Vince blades more than anybody else Yeah uh, Hogan blades a lot But because he's so tan It's like You can't really tell
1: Yeah But they're both They're both Yeah At this bad.
0: point Vince McMahon is a legit billionaire Right Because isn't he a billionaire And then he becomes a millionaire And goes in like Somewhere in the middle of the line now. I can't I couldn't tell you Yeah he, he, All I know he's is He's really rich all I,
1: all I know is from the, the Punk from the pipe bomb yeah. Is you're a millionaire He should be a billionaire I don't know his actual uh, net worth He's doing well Yeah
0: and he's, and like, you gotta respect that. Even if you hate the guy, which yeah. a lot of people do, it's like, well, I wouldn't ask you to do this. Right. Not that you should do this, or I should ask you to do this. I'm insane. Yeah. There's some part of me that really hated my dad, and I'm proving him wrong. <laughs> and that's what this is, and I love it so much. Yeah,
1: because that was the whole the whole gamble of putting the company in Hogan's hands, of doing WrestleMania, of all that was a repudiation of his father. Yeah. And then riding, riding Hogan's back like Donald Trump would during that great flood. You know, like riding him to the top for a decade.
0: Oh, we should explain that like reference that only I understand. Yeah, so
1: there was a well, there's a promo that uh, Hulk Hogan uh, cut where he was really coked out and yeah. he said that like if there was a flood when he, I think it was it at It 3? was at Trump Plaza. Yeah, so it was so it was three? Five. No, because okay. four
0: was at I think the Silver
1: Dome. Yeah, well, something he was going to hit somebody was going to hit the ground Don't so hard. do you remember
0: being reminded every fucking WrestleMania since Hogan came back that he's the one who lifted Andre the Giant up for yeah, the first time ever? I did, I did remember. Even that though that wasn't the best match of the I night was uh, Macho Man and
1: Steamboat. Yeah, you're still mad about that. Um, <laughs> but he had cut a promo about there would be a great flood, and then uh, then his buddy Donald Trump, a Hulkamaniac, would have to hold on his back and while Hogan paddled to safety. And then that's the promo where he, b- he backstrokes out of frame. It's awesome. It's my favorite. Okay, then th- I don't know if you have any other notes before the big surprise.
0: My one quick question is, at this point, is this better than WrestleMania X8?
1: Does, overall?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was enjoying it so much, but I think it was like part reptilian. <laughs> yeah. Because cause this is also like... Th- Anyways. Let's I think clear. X8
1: is, is really bad. So I'm think- already... Yeah. So I mean, even just having even the Triple H Booker T thing, like I yeah, like the that match one. is good. Yeah. I, I find the the finish repugnant. The Michaels love, Jericho no, 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 is no, no, good, no, no. really good. The,
0: the, that's the only finisher that's true to life in well, any of these. Yes. That's why I like it's,
1: it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Um, this match. I mean, and this, I didn't do a lot of the, you know, something I do a lot of the, either I know what happens or I've looked ahead, I've looked at notes while I'm putting this together. And I didn't actually see this coming because unlike other things, like when Pete Rose would show up, they haven't telegraphed this and foreshadowed it to within an inch of his life. So when, it, when a guy in, in a trench coat gets in the ring and reveals himself... To be Rowdy Roddy Piper.
0: I'm playing the theme song right now.
1: Yeah, you should play it all while we're doing the rest. Of oh us. yeah, for the rest of this match. This well, while well, well, he's while well, he's out there at least. So he's got he. I mean, it's Piper, right? And so in Piper, who hasn't been in since the product 12. since twelve, cause he got run off in his white Bronco for a, because a man liked him, <laughs> you know, like. But he's in his in the classic shirt, which it's not the classic shirt. It's his it frats. frats. Yeah, Do you, I, I, I didn't the, look it up. I
0: looked it up. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah,
1: uh, let us know if you know what the Frats shirt he is. He looks uh, like
0: fucking garbage.
1: Yeah, it looks really bad. But the whole thing here in is in twelve. That Piper, he looks great. Yeah, not that long ago. Not not long ago that this that he should look this bad. So, but the whole thing is Piper, uh, was a was a big heel against Hogan, but it, it also he had his problems with Vince, like storyline and not and so when he holds onto the lead pipe it's decision time and it's like a callback kinda to a lot of things but basically it's just like who is he gonna choose to hit um and you know what old habits die hard so he hits Hulk Hogan fucking awesome Piper's great I love it so much <laughs> yeah um and then he just lo- and he leaves he's like fuck this noise yeah he's like I'm done here um then what happens is like the I guess the ref gets hit or something so a dirty ref comes out they had tried to set this up earlier but yeah. once again they didn't set it up then and you'd have to know what happened on smackdown so it doesn't matter um but it does the dirty ref doesn't turn out to matter because uh hogan hulks up uh he does the leg drop a couple times and he wins and then shane mcmahon comes out in a suit were you thinking that they were i mean trying to they look like they were teasing something here that didn't happen oh sure yeah obviously so Shane comes out basically tends to his bloodied father last we saw that they were fuck Hogan hitting each other are my
0: notes fuck Hogan and fuck Seattle
1: cause, the, cause he gets over
0: he's so fucking over
1: I have to say though f- still fuck Toronto more for the last last time because
0: Up oh, for the uh, Rock Hogan one?
1: yeah the fact that the fact that he was the heel. No, that because you should
0: have k- just. What you should have done is you should have went fucking ape shit when Piper knocked Hogan, and then once you left the ring, the entire place should have just just left. left. Just, just left. They're like, we don't even care about yeah. these
1: next two great matches.
0: Yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy,
1: yeah. So that so that's a, I mean, it's a so rowdy, twenty minutes. Rowdy, s-
0: Rowdy swerved Hogan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, unsatisfying conclusion, because any time that Hogan wins, it's unsatisfying.
0: But, uh, fucking, how do you make Mr. McMahon, like, the most Sy- likable sympathetic. fucking heel yeah. since Piper?
1: You put him against Hogan. Shit. Which, at the end of the day, didn't McMahon win that, then? Yeah, he, he did. gets paid. He didn't. God, he's good. Yeah. He's so he's good. A genius. So now we get the package for our second to last headlining match. Such a good package. Um, All the puns intended. Oh, yeah. So... You know, it really does sell it as this epic feud, because Rock Austin is the feud of the Attitude Era. I mean, they all ha- they had different feuds against other people. For and sure. Triple H is involved I when, mean, when 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 uh,
0: these are the two most famous wrestlers of all time. I'd say more than Hulk Hogan. At this yeah, point. I think I mean well now definitely too. merchandise sold Austin probably right. has everyone beat like by double.
1: I mean, I think Hogan is if you're in they you know the whole like in the in third world country He's like they Cartman's know father
0: I mean it, I mean Austin how do you is... get
1: bigger than that I don't know how I, I'm no, not joking I'm I th- not even uh, it not even being sarcastic I think you know they do that like the third world country they know Michael Jackson and Coca-Cola sure you probably know Hulk Hogan Maybe not the other guys, but at this ask point, ask that question now. I mean, yeah. I'm
0: guessing Stone Cold shirts are more. Fun I mean, the, Ro- the Rock is the else. the
1: Rock is the biggest crossover guy they've had. The biggest so
0: crossover like. guy, yes. Not disagreeing, but you you're the one who course corrected me on this. Yeah. Where I was like, no, man, the Rock's bigger. Like, no, 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 when it comes to actually wrestling, watch Raw. Yeah. What are they going to say? What?
1: Yeah. yeah, they're still doing chance that he started still fucking idiots.
0: Idiots in NWO shirts are still repeating dumbass shit. Stone Cold. Stuff. Yeah
1: so but this was the epic feud and the story here that we kind of started with the last one is that Austin had walked out on the company in the summer of 2002 um, for creative reasons it was around the time that he assaulted his wife um, they they he kind of just dropped off the face they they did in story like you know Rock was like he just took his ball ho- and, and went home which was the line they were using on this time because they were they were legit pissed <laughs> he had walked out he he no showed events and uh um, but it was a frustration with the storylines. He didn't. He didn't like the storylines. He had spoken out about that. He has, he didn't want to put over Brock Lesnar, uh, which he's in on Raw, you know, with no build. So he's probably right in that. I mean, he does have good instincts for storytelling and wrestling. Um,
0: but he's also someone that had enough
1: cultural cachet to be like,
0: "What if? What if we pitched uh, this idea? Yeah, Can we try this." But he'll
1: kind of he'll talk around it. I think he was, you know. The, probably substance abuse, possibly steroid abuse. You know, his body was through hell. He was burnt out. Like, there's a lot of factors, and he does kind of... He'll talk about it openly to a point, but I think just his... Everything being in disarray and, and all that stuff, I, he wasn't in a good place. Um, sim- simultaneously, Rock had taken time, uh, and he got in Hollywood. For
0: the opposite reasons of Stone Cold His life Steve was Austin.
1: going swimmingly. He was in major motion pictures, and... To an extent where, honestly, I think even then, him and Scorpion King and that type of stuff, I don't think you could even... I mean, you could imagine it because The Rock is this good, but there hadn't been anyone who had made that jump No. to like this cultural you know, you icon. You know who
0: else did? Uh, Hogan. And you know who else did? Piper. And they're back. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't see Cause that. Because they're
1: like... Yeah. And now The Rock goes back because he can. Because like, it's fun. He wants to. It's
0: just fun for him. Yeah. He- Dude's got an HBO show. Yeah. He's in like the two of the top 5 grossing film, no, two of the top 10 grossing films of the year. Legitimate action
1: star has weird
0: cultural cred because he's been in stuff, probably like,
1: the best like SNL guest.
0: Oh boy, his SNLs are great. Yeah.
1: I mean, he just a just tall package and he's winning kids choice awards now for yeah. his social media presence. He's a great Come on, American Hero, and um, but the storyline is that The Rock is 0 to uh, versus Austin at WrestleMania. He lost at fifteen, he lost at seventeen, um, and he wants we got to settle this feud, and that's a great story. Um, they do a Rock has got this weird intro. They do that like helicopter B roll stuff. Yeah, was it like Hollywood? He's I flying think so. in. I think so. I but thought, it was so clearly B roll. I thought like, they
0: were going to do a second package, a second yeah, video. It was, package. Like, was it was like oh, that's weird. The Rock's intro,
1: and then different crappy theme music yeah um, so
0: he's introduced first fine whatever yeah and for because the, you
1: got to save the glass shattering because Austin's back is the thing like rock had been around and competing sure and and Austin coming back was they've done that a couple times where he'd been hurt or in yeah. this case walked out he hadn't been wrestling so when you do that glass shatters you're gonna get a huge pop
0: and it, he gets a huge pop
1: yeah um, I'd say as far as this this move this match um I think it's better than 15, but not as good as 17. No, X seven was better. Yeah. yeah. And this one 17. Oh, I think it's the number that we had before we had X seven. No,
0: no, it's X seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get out of the ring almost immediately, but Austin is like on the offensive. Uh, yeah. And looks like, looks real good and tough. Like it definitely looks like
0: for the first time, his like attitude matches his stupid fucking vest.
1: Yeah. So, it's a great vest. Yeah. Um, I think someone goes. He has no respect for the Scorpion King. <laughs> Sounds like Jr. <laughs> Haven't taken a piss. Oh, okay. um, Jr. does. I, I cannot abide this. Jr. does say that Rock was a champion at Miami, which is almost as good pro- as program as Oklahoma. That's false. And Miami <laughs> is better. Watch thirty for thirty. Um, they call back the sharpshooter shoot- sharp again. So this is where this is why it's not as good because it's copies of a copy. We have seen this match. It has greater import because it's clearly the end of of this era. Well rule of three. And maybe it's not clear.
0: It's it's not clear at all. All right.
1: Um we'll get to that I, later. That's the part is i I'm it's tough to not see it. As yeah.
0: Yeah. We're watching this knowing what happens next. Yeah. Watching it at the time, it is not clear at all. Right. Because they would have sold the shit out of that. Yeah. And this would be at a place that holds a hundred thousand. I mean they did
1: 000. it with they did it with Hogan, remember? that's the thing they would if it was his last oh, if they knew sure. it was his last match for they sure. even did that with a guy that they were putting out um it's kind of interesting because like so stone cold even though he had walked down the company on this he's supposed to be the face here and it's supposed to be like hollywood rock he's supposed to be the heel so he does some good heel type stuff mm-hmm. he puts on stone cold's vest he hits austin with the Stunner. you know um jr's giving you this great rattlesnake refuses to die you know um hits eventually the rock hits the elbow and then wins after three rock bottoms which which JR is like that's unprecedented that's unnecessary the rock bottom looks so good and yeah. the
0: people's elbow looks so bad but the people's it's elbow so has the
1: dramatics and the theatrics of it is it's
0: the hogan leg drop but slightly better
1: so much better That's uh, not so no much no better. because it's that moment it's the anticipation because you know it's here's why i think it works it's the setup takes so long like the guy's down yeah you got to you got to take a rock, you got to no, no, kick, you got to kick the guy's yeah. leg so he's he's in position. You got to like make the eye contact with the crowd and the hard camera. Then you pull the the elbow pad and throw it. Then you run you hit the ropes one way, jump over hit him again. Then you got to like turn your body and land an elbow drop. And the guy has to be and the anticipation is is the guy going to sit up, which does it does happen here right he doesn't hit the first time i think no, he gets he does it not second. Hit the second so that's the whole anticipation of the move is like this is so stupid will it actually work and then it does and you're like oh my god it worked i think that's the the dumb reason it works sure but the rock bottom does look great because you're just slamming a guy into the into the mat um and at this point the fans want to cheer for the rock after three rock bottoms they're like you fucking earned it yeah you know he kind of checks in with austin um, but then he like does his celebration in the corners. He hops out and kisses his family, and he walks out kind of like it's different than the We've last. We've never time. seen
0: this. We've never seen the Victor walk all the way back into the backstage area. Right. What, why the fuck are we watching this? I'm not complaining. It's just like this is weird. This is because not they, how It's I th- normally done.
1: I think it's because they have to give enough time. They still want to get that pop from Austin. They play Austin's theme. He lost.
0: They don't do that usually.
1: And they didn't do a handshake. They didn't even do like a handshake that turns into a stunner. You know, exactly. they they just kind of they let it. Like he lost. He ended the story, but they they still he, you know.
0: It ends. It ends. Ends with him giving the finger to the crowd, which is a weird salute. Well, yeah, because we're all masochists.
1: It's, it's out of. It's out of love,
0: and th- that's then. Now we're we're done.
1: Yeah, but if it, now in hindsight, this is his last match. Exactly right, and and that's how you go out. Is you give the rub? T- he's For older. Sure. Than Rock. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah.
0: But, The Rock knew. And Austin knew it was his last one.
1: Austin knew. I don't know how much the Rock. The
0: knew. Rock knew. Yeah. Austin's talked about this recently. Okay. Like we had dinner the night before. Okay, we had a few glasses of red wine because Austin's a big big wine red
1: drinker. wine fan.
0: And like they knew what they were going to do. I was going to go out on my back. If Austin's not going to retire, he's not going out on his back.
1: Well, that was the. I mean, that's the thing. That was so the like, whole problem with two thousand two. Is he didn't want to do the job yeah. for anybody. So, Literally anybody. So so the Rock knew right
0: like what was going to happen so he obviously knew it was the last match so like that explains the exit strategy but did anybody else i don't think mcmahon knew
1: yeah i don't know it's it's a strange it's a strange way they do end it because if they did know they would have had to
0: this would be in a place that holds a hundred thousand. Yeah. this might this would probably it'd be, not be wrestlemania it'd be, they don't it'd need built. it would
1: be billed as a it could be its own pay-per-view match. yeah it'd be built as a well you're going to have your biggest buys in WrestleMania, no matter what the card. You're never going to do better than WrestleMania.
0: I don't agree. I think you can.
1: Well, they they missed their opportunity because they had two once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-life, like, once-in-a-sports-history guys working at the same time. And you get, and you know, it's a solid match, but I just, I, it feels almost... Yeah, no, no, you're 100% right. It feels sad in a way, like, because you know, if you know, like, he wasted basically the last two years of his career. Um,
0: also, like, a lot of these hits that he takes like they look legit painful yeah and it's
1: like unnecessary it's almost unnecessary at this point it's like all right he's done you know yeah. like he's already dead you know like it just like le- it's it does uh, and then and the rock walking out like kind of head high but just kind of like he's like leaving the field after like a game in the middle of the season like he doesn't look like well affected. yeah because he's
0: not he doesn't need this in any way yeah and this is the only thing austin had
1: right and that's the kind of yeah, that's that's. And the, he
0: even says like it took three years to get used to like not being on the road. I mean, right. he's not even done in the company. Oh yeah, no, like he's around. Yeah,
1: which makes it even weirder. But he is legit not going to wrestle again. That's weird. Yeah. And the Rock could legitimately wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, it's Star. likely he will. It's likely he w- um, they're having. I think they have an issue because he's filming a movie and Uh-oh. the insurance you'd need to let someone wrestle would be too much. Well. Uh, it's weird. It's weird, but he could legitimately he could do it. I don't Austin's body, and he's they've said, teased it. it fine, then in two WrestleMania they, they they'll have a.
0: Yeah, it still wouldn't surprise me if you see a Rousey Rock versus McMahon. Yeah, in H yeah, yeah, Fight. They'll want to do that at some point,
1: but so that's. I mean, you know, here we are. It's the end of end of Austin, which is like we've had these. You know, we've seen it. We've seen the last Savage. We've we thought we saw the last Hogan. I mean, we knew he didn't, but you saw the last Hart, and, and it's kind of it's it is an interesting house.
0: Have you seen The Last Heart? Yeah. He's still alive. I understand. He made an appearance at the most recent WrestleMania. It would he, not surprise me. He definitely
1: me. can't wrestle. Okay. Yeah. He um, can't ride motorcycles or bikes either. Um,
0: oh, that's bicycles? Yeah. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. So, um, now we get to our, our actual headlining match. Another solid story. Um,
0: this is a... This... Okay, to me, this represents everything going on now and in exactly how every pay-per-view that Brock Lesnar is structured. Uh, it's Brock Lesnar versus yes. Kurt Angle. It's an Olympic medalist for wrestling versus an All-American wrestler slash former MMA slant champion slash... That's,
1: that's, to, that's to come.
0: Well, still. It doesn't matter. Slash um, uh, Minnesota Vikings practice squad maker right. guy. Yeah. Two legit athletes. Two Definitely. very scary men. Oh yeah. This is
1: Brock Lesnar currently ends every pay-per-view he's on. Because he has to. Exactly. They've built him into a monster bigger than any monster they've ever had. And well. he's the only one that not only, because Undertaker always looks very intimate. Like even now, Undertaker, like you still don't want to meet Undertaker Nally. But Lesnar is the guy that they've made It's almost they've kind of written themselves in the corner where if he loses for anything other than heel shit, it'd be silly.
0: And now we have his first appearance at WrestleMania. Yes. His first.
1: Yeah. And this is um, so Lesnar. He like Angle did it a couple years before him kind of had the the meteor strapped to his back for obvious reasons. So he won the Royal Rumble uh, for a chance to challenge Angle for his WWE championship Um, you know, in, in preceding weeks on SmackDown, he's Angle was going to give him a shot and he's like, well, first you have to beat my tag team, uh, which he did. And then Heyman at this point is with Angle and Angle and then Heyman hit Lesnar with a chair, um, in their next fight before mania, Angle basically pulled twin magic, uh, and with all the shenanigans, he law- they uh, Stephanie took away a championship advantage in this match. So if he if anyone interferes, if he's DQ'd or count out, the usual things that he would still walk away with the belt don't apply. But it's a, it's not a DQ match. It just he can't. Basically, it's like you two have to f- finish this in the ring. Um, when they w-
0: which is great, but then it begs the question of like, why isn't that just the rule?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it should always be.
0: Also, I would love to see. A fucking count out. We haven't seen a count out in so long.
1: You would want a count out.
0: Oh, for not this match, but yeah. one of these matches. That would be really <laughs> anticlimactic
1: in this one. No, I mean you could. I mean, there's enough crap on this card. Yeah. You could do it. Um, I think the interesting when they when they get to the ring, the face to face, like them both being scary. Um, Lesnar has a size advantage, and he's just a beast. I think
0: at, at this point, Angle's like two forty. Yeah. He like they like keep mentioning that he lost seven pounds, and I think Lesnar's like two ninety five. Something yeah. Like and that. Lesnar's
1: bigger now. Like I think or like looks bigger. You know, and I and it's just crazy. And and this match this is the one I think this is better than Jericho Michaels. The the oh, yeah. stuff There's that they no, can do.
0: In terms of like pure wrestling, yeah, yeah this is the, best the stuff one, they can hands down. The
1: stuff they can do. I mean, the technical is obviously at a high level. The high impact stuff. I mean, the whole suplex city thing with Lesnar, like this is the match. This is where they were doing that. There's a this happens much later in the match, but there is that unreal thing that I think that's what Taz calls it. Is it's like a release German suplex where, where Lesnar does like a hundred and eighty degree flip. Like he throws him he has him for people who don't know what German suplex is, he's like got him in a like he's giving the Heimlich, throws him over his head, and then he does, and then Lesnar flips over, and then impacts the ring. It's amazing. It's just crazy for both of them. Um, speaking of who Taz,
0: suplexes someone into the turnbuckle, I think I
1: think Angle suplexes Lesnar because yeah. Lesnar has their uh, probably kayfabe injured ribs. Yeah, yeah. So he Angle keeps working that. I have to say about the calling it. This is where also having the two the two teams really works because Call and Taz. Cole yeah milk toast doesn't really do anything for anybody Taz Taz is like Joe Rogan for sure that's I a mean because really he's got comparison. that he's got that like I'm gonna do the play I play but I'm also like a tough guy or want to be tough guy and Taz was kind of a tough guy as a wrestler um, but he's really perfect for this type of like MMA type stuff I actually
0: want to say something I never said before I think Michael Cole did a very good job in this match okay. um, I think he knew when to shut the fuck up yeah and that's huge for any announcer knowing when to talk and when not to and I think he knew when to throw to Taz. Definitely. And I don't really think that Lawler, or I know, I should say no, but I don't think Lawler would have done a good job with this. And J.R. is kind of an old school guy. He should be calling, yeah. like, The Rock. Yeah. And, yeah, Austin shouldn't have given uh, Lesnar, like, uh, anything because, like, he would be destroyed by Lesnar. Yeah,
1: he would have at that time, and he definitely would be now. Yeah, so. it's
0: like, you're a cartoon, you're, like, a cool adult cartoon, but this yeah. is a monster.
1: Yeah. He can hurt people, and he does hurt people. I mean, yeah, and Taz is the thing, is too. He's calling the MMA stuff in a good way of, like, here's why he's doing And it's bringing, like, wrestling to a modern era. For sure. Of, like, at this point, MMA, Uf- UFC, you know, growing concerns. And, and they you me- should know. And they yeah they mention that yeah. in the match. I think they, they mention Tito Ortiz, I yeah, think. Yeah, they do. So... Because that's a... JR would do that stuff, but he would know the old moves. Oh, he's doing the figure four. Here's why he's doing it. But like this, now you have to be like, well, he's doing a Kamara lock because, you know, he doesn't do that in this match, but that type of stuff. Um, there's some just great sequences. There's one where Angle goes for the Angle Slam, gets reversed it into an F5 setup, and then he reverses that into an ankle Lock. So they're like, show, they're teasing all their big spots. Um, eventually, Brock does hit the F5. Um, and and then uh, Angle is now kind of like more than halfway across the ring from one of the turnbuckles. <laughs> Are we ready to bring this in? Sure. Um, so Brock kind of calling back to, I think they showed earlier in the ma- like another match they had where he could have gone the pin and he didn't. He's F5 angle, so he could go for the pin, but instead he goes up uh, to the top turnbuckle um, and goes for a shooting star press, which is a uh, forward... It's a forward flip, I believe. Or does he do... In um, no, he... the
0: photo I'm looking at, it looks like a backwards. Like he... Oh, yeah. If your feet go above your head, that's yeah. backwards? Yes.
1: So he jumps forwards but, but does a backflip. Oh, and he's, you're supposed to land like a cross crossbody. Um, except Angle is too far across the ring. Lesnar hesitated when he did the, the jump and uh, lands directly. Like he dove into a swimming pool with no water. Yeah. On the crown of his head, about a f- half a foot from angle. Um, it's really painful looking. He was immediately concussed, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the, like, worst botches ever. It's just really, like, and it's one of those things. If his neck wasn't the size of my torso, he'd be fucking dead, right? You don't just, probably, he'd be yeah. paralyzed. Like, he'd probably. be a quadri- quadriplegic. Like, there's no way you, you can just land on your head like that and not, and he didn't break his neck. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so it's actually, it actually turns out it was Kurt's idea because uh Kurt w- was a great heel champion. He's at the top of his game except he had um he had actual neck injuries that he needed to get have surgery on. So he didn't they didn't want to they don't it's kind of like that you don't want to look up, make him you we want him to look strong. Like they did in the Triple Threat a few ago where mm-hmm. he didn't take a pin. Um so you can't just have him get f 5 and call it a day. He need they needed that extra step to show that he really got his ass kicked. And justify taking the belt off of him and putting on the on this kid at this point of Lesnar yeah, and how
0: old is Lesnar like 25 26? yeah he's young
1: so and Lesnar um, had done the shooting star press it at, at and when they were in like developmental and they had practiced it and it was fine but it was definitely like it was just a combination out of position that jitter that half step of like hesitation and just Wrestle and just like the nerves, like the, it just
0: It was a WrestleMania moment.
1: Yeah, it was. He a man almost died. You know, Angle goes for, as he should in match in wrestling logic. When a man <laughs> lands on his head, Angle goes for the pin, uh Lesnar does kick out, um, and then hits the third F five, ro- basically just gets his arm off cross him for the pin and gets the win. Um, interestingly enough, Angle had neck surgery the next week. Um and so he's out for a little while, and that's the whole reason that Lesnar did that, and Lesnar did not have neck surgery because he's a freak of nature. Taz asks, how is Lesnar not dead right now? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. And they, they hug it out. And uh,
0: Did Angle ever wrestle MMA?
1: I think he did. Tr- I want to say he tried. Okay. Because he's a guy who won't give it up. Like He keeps He's retiring, still wrestling, right? Kind of. He's in TNA, and he keeps... Um, I could see him. Like, Who's left for fucking Lesnar now? If they did it right, yeah, Cesaro. But he's hurt. I'm just saying. Sure, if Cesaro's back because he's a he guy out for like a year though. no nah, I don't think
0: it's that. Bad. Okay, but like, but who's I mean, fucking left man, it's crazy. Yeah, well, you got to bring Angle back.
1: Angle's at the point where he he's got that like any given Sunday injury thing too. Hell yeah. I mean, if he gets German, he might die. And they're not they just if they won't put Daniel Bryan in the ring, they're not going to put the 45 year old guy with neck problems in the ring. So yeah, and it's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, they hug it out. Uh, good game. And Michael Cole says, "See you next year at Madison Square Garden." pretty good yeah I mean and I think this one while I don't like it as much as 17 and it there's a lot of shit on it in that first half all the double entendres the horrible TNA the I mean the cat fight like you can't make the best the 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 best WrestleMania is not gonna have a cat fight in it that's just not fact that's yeah, a that, fact but this one a thing we have when we see when we have bad ones it's because they don't tell stories and this one tells stories HBK versus Jericho old versus new triple H
0: you're it's just it's half and
1: half no, I mean, I'm... It's five. literally
0: five matches are good yes. and five are horrible. Yeah, but... Not horrible, not good. One's, they a, take, one's they atrocious. They tell
1: these, like, just, like, really straightforward stories. HBK versus Jericho is that old versus new. Triple H and Booker T we set. Rich, poor, white, black. Hogan and Vince is this old... That's good. It's an old 20... That's it's good. a 20-year, like, grudge. Uh, Rock and Austin, another, like, old grudge. It defines an era of wrestling. And Lesnar Angle. It's kind of an old new. It's kind of like yours. it's Oh, it totally two. is old it's, new. It's the two. But it's also just like technically these it's are the our two, two best, best guys. guys at their best. And uh, yeah, I mean, but it's so it's on paper. If you okay, you can't discount them. You just look at these five matches. They're great. I'm and not you just saying on paper. They're... It should be better. But what happens is it's it has a lot of X eight. Yeah. It's got Limpus Git performing. It's got twice. Cat twice You know, like it's got so much of that like. We're a monopoly and don't know what to do about it stuff, and we're just gonna we, we're failing upwards now. That it does it for me it's it doesn't it doesn't resonate and it should because of those matches on paper, that's the these are the matches we wanted at eighteen, at X eight. Yeah. These are like the fantasy booking. And they got it right. But yeah. they got it right with so much other bullshit.
0: So is this in your top five?
1: Yeah, I just put it behind probably seventeen and eight. I like eight a lot. Eight's another one where there's a really like strong. I think card. Eight's my
0: number one. And then Yeah, probably Warrior Hogan and then
1: <laughs> obviously <laughs> two. You have I'm a dick. You have what? two Hogan things in your top three. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: He's yeah. my fave.
1: Yeah, so it's the end of the uh, it's the end of the Austin era. It's the beginning of the See brand split. It's the beginning of Ru- it's about to be ruthless aggression, and uh, next time. Thank you.